This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. And she is your halftime entertainment coming up at this year's Super Bowl. And again, the Giants look to join the Dolphins and the Eagles as the only undefeated 3-0 and teams in the league. Later on tonight, the Giants hosting the Cowboys out in New Jersey. I just realized, by the way, that Maria Bartiromo can't sit in the car with me at the Columbus Day Parade, great Italian lady, because she's on TV that day. I think it's her, Piscopo, and Ken Rosato. So I'll have to find another beautiful Italian lady. Anyway, talking about beautiful Italian people, my next guest is that. He's the greatest mayor in the history of any city and has become a dear, dear friend of the Rosenbergs as his son, Andrew, and his beautiful daughter-in-law and gorgeous granddaughter, Grace. Here he is, star, 3 p.m. weekdays on WABC, my dear friend, Woody Giuliani. Woody, good morning. How are you, pal? Sid, I am so happy you're going to be in that parade. So now I will come to the parade. I have so many stories I can tell you about that parade from the only place I ever wore a a vest for guns. Oh, is that right? You you actually wore a bulletproof vest to the Columbus State Parade. I mean, everybody caves in once. (laughs) For years, for years, first I was threatened by the Sicilian Mafia, 800 grand, right? I said, no, I'm not wearing a vest. I'm not wearing a vest. They taught me and Denny Young how to shoot a gun, and they gave us permits. In fact, they made us deputy U.S. marshals so we could carry guns wow. around. Nobody knew wow. that. Wow. In case the mafia came at me, I was going to shoot them first. <laughs> uh, then then I got another threat, and then another one. Test, and finally, believe it or not, by the time I was made marshal of the parade, Angel had been born. Oh, boy. And my and my wife at the time, Donna, talked talked me into it. She said, "You know, you got other yeah, responsibilities yeah, now." Yeah. Sure, you got a boy. So I wore it, and you know why I never wore it again? Well, I will tell you that for people that don't know you, bad. people that only know Rudy Giuliani, the younger crowd from nine eleven, even before nine eleven, the reason why Rudy would have to wear a vest to the Columbus Day Parade is as a prosecutor, Rudy Giuliani actually actually put away. All five bosses of the major crime families in one day. So you had to wear a vest. Yeah, well, that was about. That's about. You know, that was the fallout from it. We were actually now. We were now moving on to the families, and we were putting in, in jail like twenty and thirty at a time, oh, yeah. and wiping, taking their businesses away, taking the Teamsters Union away from them. 
So that it was very, very gutsy of the Italian Foundation to make me. It was not. It was not uncontroversial. This. I'm sure. I'm sure. Y'all yeah, wonder. But, uh, I, I, but, uh, I, I, but I, I tell you, it was yeah. the greatest parade, and that's where I met Joe DiMaggio, and he became oh. a friend. Oh, that's a great man. I wonder this, Rudy. You know, you spent all those years before you became mayor going after the mob. You put away all five crime bosses in one day. I know you went after Gotti too. Gotti's long gone now. He died in prison. And there's a lot of people, Rudy, who actually miss him. Fireworks show in Howard Beach, July 4th. No, I'm serious. And they said things like, well, if you didn't mess with him and his family, he didn't mess with you. What would you say to those people? Well, I'd have to, first of all, we'd have to have an intelligent conversation because there is there is some truth to that. Right. I mean, it's not as if that's all complete. I mean, a lot of law enforcement would people would say, oh, he's just a bump. Right. The fact is, nobody is just a bump. Everybody's got some part of them that so Gotti and all these mafia guys. I shouldn't say all. There was some who didn't give a damn, like everybody else. They took care of the neighborhood. Now, was it to take care of the people, or was it their pride and their macho? You're not coming to my. I mean, the, Alba- the Albanian president told me when they, uh, four people were caught in Albania with a contract to kill me and Madame Rajavi of <laughs> MEK. He told me, I said, why don't you throw the Iranians out of the, he threw the whole, he threw the whole delegation out of the country. <laughs> Little Albania throws out Iran. He said, I said, your country's got so much organized crime and shooting and stuff. And Eddie said, yeah, I know, but somebody gets killed in Albania. We're going to do it. Mm, I like that. I do like that. Here's uh, Rudy Giuliani on three o'clock every weekday, the great mayor. The elephant in the room, Rudy, we have to go there is the story Again, over the weekend, about your ex, who's looking for a certain amount of money. Oh my God, my ex, my ex is owed somewhere, somewhere. I paid her forty five thousand dollars. I owe her probably another forty thousand, and she wants two hundred. And I can't get the records from the bank. The court appearance, I didn't get notice of from them, and I thought it was for them to prove their case because I, oh, I'm waiting for the checks from the bank. But she does this all the time. I mean, she uh, she claimed she she wanted to sue me a few years ago because she was entitled to ten percent of everything I make. She's not entitled to ten percent of anything I make. She's only entitled to ten percent if I write a book about that period of our life. Right. And we have a non-disparagement clause, but she spread it into. So she originally asked for a million dollars. I've already given her forty-five. She probably was owed a hundred. The only reason I can't give her the rest is because I can't get the checks. Now here's the record. I gave her $9 billion when we settled. I paid her over half a million dollars since we settled two and a half years ago. I pay for her mother religiously every month. I never miss that check. I never am not on time because I get it on time. What I don't get on time, I can't pay on time. And she plays games. That's the who she is. Ask anybody, they'll tell you. And I don't spend a lot of time bashing her because it's just not worth it. And we have a non-disparagement agreement. And I'm just answering this to defend myself. All right, good. I wanted you to be able to do that because I know the truth, too. Believe me, I do. I don't, I don't not pay. Right. What, uh, look, would I have paid her mother's, uh, would I have paid her mother's uh, nursing home bill, which amounts to somewhere around 10 grand a month on time, if I'm going to be a stiff? Right. Uh, but when I get, when I get claims for she wants 10% of everything that I made, uh, I, and it's not there. I got to stop. I got to look. I got to look at the records. And that's all I'm doing. And the and the bank has to go back and I have to get the exact canceled check. I just can't use my stub. So it's taking time. And I must have misunderstood. And I did. And I apologize for this. I must have misunderstood. And the judge wanted me in court on Friday. I thought he just wanted her. Right. 
to prove her side of the case because I've got nothing more to offer until I get my checks. Do you feel every so now and then I get my checks? You'll pay her five dollars. Right. She'll get five dollars. If it's whatever it is, she'll right. get it. Right. But do you feel, Rudy, is there ever a time when you wake up in the morning, and be honest here, and you go, man, you know, I, I, I kind of I sided with Trump. I worked with Trump. Now, everything I do, everything I do gets reported everywhere. People lie. People try to steal from me. People beat oh, me up every yeah. day. I mean, this is nothing compared to the lies. I mean, this this has a basis in truth with exaggeration. That's what I call it. Right. I have, like, people that just completely lie. <laughs> I mean, it's like I wasn't even there. I don't know the person. This person gave me money. I go back in the uh, records of my firms. I talk to my old partner. We never even met the person. Jeez. They just want, and, and it's some kind of bad person who actually retained me to be his lawyer, which would not have been a crime. They just make it sound like one. But, it, but, but the important thing is it never happened. Right. That's happening more and more now, Sid. I know. A couple of years ago. I know. It's happening all the time. And a couple I, I, of years ago, it used to be exaggerations. You know, yeah. I, I, I said to somebody, I'd rather not do that. And they said, oh, he lost his temper. Yeah. But I did say I'd rather not do it. Now I lost my temper and I wasn't even there. <laughs> but, but, but don't you think that your, your closeness to Donald Trump is the I reason why? That. Yeah. You want the best, you want the best uh, proof of that? Uh, the FBI... For reasons I cannot figure out, this is, this is legal. They go take my iCloud account without telling me. This is three and a half years ago. The day, the day, just about the day I'm retained as Trump's lawyer, and they drop it the day I leave as his lawyer. <laughs> so who are they after? Oh wow. <laughs> wow! Right now they don't give a damn about my. If you want to communicate with me, you're fine. Now they don't care about me anymore. <laughs> right? But if you go back, <laughs> you, you communicated with me two years ago, boy. Right. You're in trouble. Wow. That is uh, that is proof right there. We're talking about making up stuff and bad lawsuits and people bothering you, Rudy. Uh, I would uh, put in that category this Letitia James lawsuit with Donald Trump. What a bunch of nonsense. You're an attorney. I would say that one is on steroids. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable what she's doing. I, I am so disappointed in her. First of all, I have a very, I have a very great fondness for anybody who went to Bishop Lachlan High School because I did, <laughs> and the, and the high school transformed into an all white high school at one time, you know, um, Irish and Catholic and German and Polish and all the Catholic kids from the different dioceses to a, uh, a a scholarship school, mostly black and 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 uh, and, and uh, Hispanic and doing very well. The Christian brothers are saints and great teachers. I think they're the greatest teachers. And all these kids do great. She did great. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know where she lost her sense of morals. Because this is what she's doing is immoral. Forget everything else. It's immoral to lie like that. You know, you've got to know if you if you want to be a if you're a lawyer and you want to be a prosecutor that you cannot be a headhunter. You, uh, prosecuting is not. I, that guy's on the other political party. I think he's crooked. I'm just going to go look at his whole life and try to prove it. <laughs> It's I've got evidence that, like in the case of Bertrand Podell, the congressman that I prosecuted, the, uh, the Wall Street Journal did an article. It talked about how he was getting kickbacks from a Florida Atlantic Airlines. The FBI and I opened investigation. A year and a half later, we convicted him. I wasn't looking for Bertrand Podell in a million years. I never would have done anything to him. But the evidence was brought to my attention. I mean, there are, there are. 340 million people out there. What, are we going to investigate every single one of them? 
you got to have some distinguishing principle that starts the horrible, monumentally destructive criminal investigation. Because I can criminally investigate you, Sid, and you can be guilty as, I mean, uh, innocent as, as, uh, as, as all out, as all get out. And I'll destroy your reputation. Right. At the end of it, I might even be kind enough to write a note saying there was no evidence. Most of them don't do that. They're not nice enough to do that. Doesn't matter. It's too late anyway. Don't ruin your reputation. Right. Nobody right. Nobody you show cares. them a little note and they look at you like, oh, right. you paid for it. Right, right. No, you're right. It's too late at that point. It's already ruined. And that's what she's done here. Let me move to the, the mayor now, a guy that you and I like to talk about. Look, I know that I love the people of Puerto Rico. I know, Rudy, you love the people of Puerto Rico. Oh, my goodness. Beyond, you can't believe it. I love Puerto Rico. It's one of my favorite uh, places. Of course. And they just went through hell with Hurricane Fiona. But you tell me, are things good enough? good enough here in New York where the mayor could afford to go to Puerto Rico and help those people when we have 10 more people get shot here in New York City this weekend? No, no. Things are not, things are not good enough for him to take the eye off the ball right now. I went to Puerto Rico when they had a hurricane, but it was four years into being mayor. Uh, the city of New York crime was down to historic lows. We had a budget surplus, and we had plenty to share. And, and they are, I consider them fellow New Yorkers. So I'm not going to hit him too hard for going there. There are some places he's gone that are a lot worse than that, like the parties. <laughs> but at this point, at this point, he does have a critical crisis going on that he is helping to create by luring illegals to come to New York. And we don't have the capacity to take care of them. It's like uh, acting like a big shot. It's inviting people to your house to feed them. And you have 100 people in your house, and you can't feed the 100 you have there. But you invite them. So when they're sitting there in Texas and they're asked to choose a place, all they hear on television is Adam says you're going to get health care. Adam says you're going to get welfare. Adam says we're going to feed you. Adam says you're going to become a citizen. Who the hell else is saying this? <laughs> so they pick New York. Right. They pick New York. Of course. And then he blames it on, on Abbott. I know. I know. It's hard to believe. I mean, Abbott uh, is in the same. He and Abbott should be allies. They're in the same situation. They're getting destroyed by Bud. Right, exactly. They work out a way. I mean, Abbott, I, sh I think Abbott, one thing, I, here's what I would do if I were the Democrat mayor in that situation. I meet with all my other colleagues who are Democrat mayors. We are all getting killed by our president. We are. We're getting murdered by our president. And I would get together and I'd go see him. And I'd say, stop it or we're not going to endorse you. I'm sorry, we can't let you kill our city. Right. I'm not going to let you, Biden, kill my, my city because you're a Democrat and I'm a Democrat. I didn't take the oath of office to uphold the principles of the Democratic Party if they're in it. All right. I took an oath of office to make New York better. You're destroying it. And don't give me this stuff about Abbott. I'm too smart for that. Don't give me that. Yeah, but, but, he, but, Rudy, here's the difference, and it's a, uh, it's bad and it's good. The Democrats stick together. Like Republicans, we've got, you know, Mitt Romney, we've got Collins, we've got Murkowski, McConnell. <laughs> they stick together. They just do. You know, it's good and bad, right? Right. It's good, it's good when there's a matter of principle that you've got to get passed, right? But I'll tell you, they couldn't stick together to pass the Civil Rights Bill. For, for black people. That's true. They, split, they need a Republican for that. That's true. I mean, they stick together in crime. Yeah. I mean, I used to go around, look, when I was representing Trump and trying to get the state legislatures to work with us, right? I used to say, the thing that kills me is I come to you, I show you a, a provision of the Constitution. You're surprised you agree with me. And now you're nervous. If I were a Democrat, you would have, you would have invited me here. I'd be having a dinner with you now, and I'd be the hero of the day. 
And we'd be committing, and on their side, we'd be committing a crime together, and we'd be smiling about it. Oh, you're but, so you know, right. Does that make us better, worse? I think it makes us better but dumber. Right. right. I agree. Better but dumber. That's a good way to describe it. So, Rudy, as uh, on the way out here, as the world's biggest Yankee fan, even when you you know claimed you stopped watching, you got mad at the Yankees oh, and kneeling. Oh, God. I, my, I was, my, my nails are down to nothing. I'm seeing the same thing I saw with Maris. Yes, so you're watching every at-bat. You're watching every Aaron Judge at-bat. I thought he had it when he got – I said, oh, my God. See, I wanted to do it in, in, in 154 or less. I know I'm crazy, but, you know, it's like <laughs> that's the real Ruth number. And I always gave Maris the record. I never I never liked the asterisk thing. You, you get an asterisk if you're sticking illegal substances into you. Right. You don't get an asterisk because the season has changed. They also play night baseball. They travel more. You can find a lot of reasons why it's harder to hit 60 home runs now than back in Babe's day, right? Sure. So, but but it would be nice to clean it all up. All he, all he needs is uh, one more and he breaks Ruth's 60 record. And one more and he, he bakes Marathon. What does he have, about three games for that? Uh, he's got uh, ten more games to go. They've got uh... no, no. But what about for the one fifty four? Oh, for one fifty four. Right now they're at one fifty two. So he's got two more oh, games. Boy. So he's got two yeah. games left yeah. to do yeah. it. To do it in a way that yeah. we can take that asterisk and uh, tell the commissioner or whoever he was. <laughs> that was the hey, hey. By the way, talking about the Yankees in baseball, your son Andrew Giuliani showed up for my son Gabriel for a charity softball game in Staten Island last Thursday night. Let me tell you something. He was awesome at third base. Now, he's too young to remember Greg Nettles. He remembers Scott Brocious. Your son was like Greg Nettles Thursday night. He was he's, amazing. He's as good at first base. Really? You should watch him at first base. The only thing he won't do is he's smaller than his father. He won't catch. <laughs> <laughs> and he could hit, too, by the way. i one bragging, one bragging thing. His father was a great catcher. I could throw everybody out. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Like Yogi oh, Berra? i tell you a, a really bad secret. When I was playing in, in, in high school and places like that, I, I, I couldn't throw everybody out at second, obviously, right? But it was my – I got to throw you out at third, right? Come on, it's a short throw. I, I, I could do it on my eyes call. <laughs> so if, if I didn't get you at third, my pitcher had to brush you back when you got up. I had to make you pay. I love like you that. didn't think about stealing third again. Or I'd slow you down by one step the next time you did it. It worked. It worked? It would work. The guy would go steal third. He, 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 I see it happen. He'd go to steal third. He'd look at home. Could see. I wonder if I should do it on this guy. And then he'd run it. I'd get him a third. <laughs> That's great. Uh, the Giuliani's, they could all play baseball. How about that? Hey, Rudy, it's a joy bringing you on every week now. I'm glad you agreed oh, to do yeah, this. Yeah, Thank you. you. And, again, my love my love to my uh, my good friend, huh? Of course. I'll send Bernie your best, and thank you for coming on. We'll do it again next week. I love you, Rudy. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I'll be, I'm going to be at the parade. Okay, so we'll, we'll, be, we'll be there together next time. Grand, I'm a former Grand Marshal, so, you know, they can't keep me out. Right. Even, uh, <laughs> even the Democrats can't keep me out. I'm a that's former right. Grand Marshal. That's right. That's <laughs> Believe it or not, Rudy, that's two weeks from today, folks. There he is. He comes your way 3 o'clock this afternoon, and every weekday afternoon, the greatest mayor in the history of New York. And a fine gentleman. Don't believe all the nonsense you read in the papers, ex-wives, and political nemesis and all that nonsense. That's a good man right there, Woody Giuliani.